This is KVR, Kaiju Vision Radio. I'm Brian Scherchel. I'm very excited to bring you the second bonus behind-the-scenes special feature, which Godzilla movies expanded the franchise. While you can listen to the recording of this episode without video, uh, I encourage you to go to the website, kaijuvision.com, and the video is right there. That way you can see all of these wonderful cluster diagrams that I've created regarding the Godzilla franchise. Or you can go on YouTube and you can find the Kaiju Vision channel by searching for Kaiju Vision One Word Radio. In part one of every episode, there's a little section where it is about expansion and reinforcement of style. And especially regarding the Godzilla series, these are very interesting. As much as fans think about these movies, I wanted to show you how much I've been thinking about them. I don't think this has ever been done before, so hopefully this will be exciting. Style can mean many different similarities that movies have between each other. There's style of story, there's structure, plot, characters, types of characters, types of stories, all kinds of things. One thing I thought of early on in the planning stages for Kaiju Vision Radio was the need for better ways to categorize these movies. There are so many of them, and they're often so different from each other. So I thought of two categories. A Godzilla film is either establishing a new style or it is reinforcing existing style. So is film A or B breaking the mold or not compared to previous films? Is this the first type of Godzilla film of its kind? Is it growing the range of the Godzilla universe, or is it mostly reinforcing what's already been done? So armed with a framework for how to think about these movies, I went about deciding which category every movie belonged in. So in part one of every episode, I decide if that film is an expansion of style or if it's a reinforcement of style. So it's like saying which movies grew the franchise and which ones built on what had been done before. I'll just be discussing the Godzilla franchise, plus the original King Kong and the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, which I consider inputs for the original Godzilla film. I'll also include Mothra and Rodan because they affected the Godzilla series significantly. Without further ado, here is the list for expansion of style. I'll let you look at this list for a bit. Think about what these movies did that was new and different. Not just different, but different enough that they were trailblazers. Later movies take after these. This has nothing to do with if they're my favorites or if anything like that. My favorites are on both of these lists. But this first one is, I think, maybe the most interesting one. You may be thinking, Godzilla Raids again? Ebera? Godzilla's Revenge? Yes, absolutely. Look at the 1960s on this list. What a productive and expanding decade. Note that also, besides King Kong, which is a predecessor to Godzilla, none of these movies are American. Here's the second list now. Movies that reinforce style. Some of these may take two or even three of the movies from the first list. They're like hybrids, and identifying the hybrids was quite a process. I didn't try to be exhaustive because I want major influences to be made clear, so I'm not going to give Godzilla Final Wars seven different influences. I'm just going to give it the biggest ones. I want it to be a nice, clear picture. There are twice as many movies on the second list as there are on the first one. This list contains a lot of people's favorites, I'm sure, as well as mine. Every single 90s movie from the Godzilla series is on this list. None of them are on the first. Very interesting. 
So these movies reinforced existing style. They're not imitators, but they build on what was previously done more than they do things that are new and different. And I don't mean, does Godzilla look new or whatever? That, that's not important. I'm talking about the structure, the elements of the story, the mechanics of the movie. What's under the hood? The characters, all those kinds of things. What demographics the movie's targeted, for instance, too. Now that you've had a chance to look at this second list, I'll get on to these eye-opening cluster diagrams. Here is an example first, though. The red circles are movies that are an expansion of style, and the blue circles are movies that reinforce style. So, for instance, the Godzilla 1954 movie originated a style that was reinforced in the 1984 Return of Godzilla. The first cluster diagram is the American cluster. None of these movies take after the style of the original Godzilla film. King Kong and the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms influenced the original Godzilla. You can see that on the right. What's more interesting about the right side of this diagram, though, is that I'm showing exactly what the relationship is between the original Godzilla from 1954 and the 1998 Godzilla by Roland Emmerich. Notice there is no arrow going from the original Godzilla to Godzilla 98. That's because the original didn't have influence on Godzilla 98. King Kong and the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms influenced both the original and Godzilla 98. In the middle of this cluster, there are the three English language versions of the original Godzilla film, King Kong vs. Godzilla, and The Return of Godzilla. I say that these were influenced by King Kong, the quintessential forerunner of American kaiju, more than they were by the original Godzilla film. This part of the diagram demonstrates how the spirit of Godzilla, as present in the original film, is not present in these English-language versions. On the left side, there is Godzilla 2014, influenced heavily by Gareth Edwards' Monsters, from 2010. It is also influenced more by American kaiju films than Japanese Godzilla films. I believe it makes more sense to consider Godzilla 2014 an American creation rather than the descendant of Japanese creations. The next cluster is the Godzilla 1954 cluster. The movies in blue represent movies that reinforce the style of the original Godzilla. The red expansion of style films on the bottom are other influencers. Rodan definitely takes after the original Godzilla, with its poignant ending, dark mood, and atmosphere of horror. Godzilla vs. Hedera is a real hybrid, and it was initially tough to think of what the biggest influences on it were. It is influenced by the original Godzilla film because of how the events in the film are horrific. Godzilla vs. Hedera really shows us the effects of people getting killed and suffering. Except for the ending, which was meant to lighten things up for the audience, it's a pretty dark film overall. The rest of these, The Return of Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Destroya, GMK, and Shin Godzilla, are more obviously taking after the original, and most fans should be able to uh, make those connections. Those are pretty obvious. Next is the Godzilla Raids Again cluster, which is abbreviated due to the high number of movies in the franchise like it. Godzilla Raids Again expanded the style of the franchise because it began the sequels, it isn't a dark movie like the original, and because there is a monster fight, which is a big deal. Look at how many times Godzilla fights other monsters. Godzilla vs. Anything and Everything. 
again, naming every single one and making a really messy diagram that isn't all that necessary, that isn't what matters. What's important is, is this was the first one to have a monster fight. Rodan is a hybrid of Godzilla 54 and Godzilla Raids again because Rodan is part standard 50s monster movie and has the darkness of the first original Godzilla. Next is the Mothra Cluster. I'm particularly fond of this one. Mothra is an expansion of style for the Godzilla series because it really got the ball rolling for many of those amazing 60s movies and the movies that took place afterwards. The Japanese version of King Kong vs. Godzilla is a hybrid of the original King Kong and Mothra. It has large parts of the story of King Kong and the atmosphere, and it has the same humorous Sekizawa script and mood. Mothra vs. Godzilla is a great example of reinforcement of style due to the fact that it does it so well. It also takes after the original Mothra, in, in other words, the writing, the humor, and many obvious elements of style. The story to Godzilla and Mothra, The Battle for Earth from 1992, takes after the original Mothra with its spiritualism, fantasy, musical numbers, and characters. It takes themes, villains, and story elements from King Kong vs. Godzilla and Mothra vs. Godzilla. The 1992 film is an example of a blend. Then there's Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, possibly the ultimate hybrid Godzilla movie that isn't Final Wars, which is a whole bunch of references. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla is like the original Mothra because it has more of a light tone than the other Heisei films. It also has a lot of fantasy elements. Godzilla Tokyo SOS is the only Millennium film that reinforces the original Mothra. It's a fairly light film, it has more fantasy, it has Mothra and the Shobajin and other characters in it, it's more spiritualistic, and brings back the magic of Mothra very effectively. Next is the Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster Cluster. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla reinforces the style of the first Ghidorah movie. This is due to the presence of an alien kaiju that attacks Earth, but not on behalf of an alien race, not under alien control, and not part of an invasion. Space Godzilla is not controlled by anyone. It's just evil. Next is the Ghidorah film right after the first Ghidorah film, and that is the Invasion of Astro Monster Cluster, which is pretty big as you can see. Destroy All Monsters was the first movie to reinforce the style of Invasion of Astro Monster. Alien invaders used mind-controlled kaiju as weapons. There's plenty of space elements as well. Godzilla vs. Gigan also reinforces Invasion of Astro Monster. Invading aliens use mind-controlled kaiju as weapons. In Godzilla vs. Megalon, underground invaders use a kaiju as a weapon, in concert with space aliens sending Gigan. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah has terrorists from the future using a kaiju as a weapon. In Godzilla 2000, we have an alien spacecraft committing data theft and spawning a kaiju that wreaks havoc. Godzilla Final Wars is a blend of Invasion of Astro Monster and Destroy All Monsters. At least those are the two biggest influences, but with Final Wars there are quite a lot of them. The next expansion of style movie is Ebira, Horror of the Deep, or Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster. Godzilla vs. Hedera and Godzilla vs. Gigan both reinforce the style of Ebira Horror of the Deep. Godzilla vs. Hedera has younger people in it, has an unconventional story, and a director who tries new things. Godzilla vs. Gigan is an even better example of a cool, young people cast and a director willing to try new things. Fukuda directed both Gigan and Ebera, and the two films share a lot of commonalities, including the way that they were filmed. 
Next is the Son of Godzilla cluster. There are two 1990s hybrid movies that reinforce that movie stylistically. Mechagodzilla 2 and Space Godzilla both feature a baby Godzilla that's adopted by Godzilla. They have the same sort of nurturing spirit present in Son of Godzilla. Yes, I could have put Godzilla vs. Destroya here, but that is more of a combo of the original Godzilla and the starter of the Heisei series, Godzilla vs. Biollante, as it borrows more from those. All Monsters Attack is next up, and yes, it is an originator of style. It targets the child demographic majorly. The alternate name I had for this cluster is the Candy Cluster. Godzilla vs. Hedera reinforces the style of All Monsters Attack with its child character, modern soundtrack, industrial settings, and late 60s, early 70s vibe. Godzilla vs. Megalon reinforces All Monsters Attack with its child protagonist and the late 60s, early 70s vibe. There are a lot of similarities between these films. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla is definitely a trendsetter. This cluster is pretty obvious. Terror of Mechagodzilla, the 1990s hybrid film, and the millennium-era Mechagodzilla all have huge story elements in common with the original Mechagodzilla. Tokyo SOS is not in this cluster because it's got more Mothra going on than Mechagodzilla, although it's a close call. Tokyo SOS is a blend film, too. Godzilla against Mechagodzilla is a hybrid of the millennium-era trendsetter Godzilla vs. Megagirus. Biolante, the Heisei series opener, is the definition of a trendsetter. Though it has influence on the whole Heisei series, it has the most stylistic influence on Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah and Godzilla vs. Destroya. The Heisei Ghidorah installment is the other film directed by Omori, in addition to writing it, and has its biggest personal influence. There are a huge amount of similarities stylistically between the two, including unsubtle symbolism and story elements. Godzilla vs. Destroya was also written by Omori, and has huge influence personally from Omori as well. Omori did write Godzilla and Mothra The Battle for Earth, and I could have put that here, but it is actually more influenced by Mothra. The Megagirus cluster is pretty obvious, because this is the trilogy of films made by Tezuka. The two following films reinforce the style of the first. There are many similarities to mention, including music style, technical style, story, female leads, military focus, and cinematography. Lastly, there is the anime cluster, which is pretty easy. The only movie to expand the style of the Godzilla series since the year 2000 is Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. The two movies after it obviously reinforce the style of the first. They're the only feature-length animations in the Godzilla series. They have a philosophical focus, a continuous plot, and a futuristic dark story. This whole project is something I've been wanting to put together, and it turned out very well. It's my own personal way to think of these movies, and to me, it's a sensible way to separate the most original movies out and then determine which ones follow in the path that they made. Maybe these diagrams can make you think about the movies in the Godzilla series in a different light, and maybe connect some of the Godzilla movies to others that you hadn't thought of making connections to before. The next episode of this podcast will be 2017's and 2018's Godzilla Anime Trilogy. Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters, Godzilla, City on the Edge of Battle, and Godzilla, the Planet Eater. I'd like to send a shout-out to our patron, Sean Stiff. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. He donated at the Kaiju Visionary level. Donating is worth it. It gives you the inside track to what's going on in the show, and you get to message with me personally. 
If you'd like to send some feedback, I'd love to hear from you. The email address is feedback at kaijuvision.com. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Kaiju Vision Radio is available on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, YouTube with scenic videos, and kaijuvision.com. If you like the podcast, please donate on Patreon. I'm Brian Scherschel, and this is KVR Kaiju Vision Radio. See you next time.